welcome to Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fright Hour. Your source for the straight poop on all things supernatural. We're your hosts. Uh, my name is Chris Anderson, but if you want to hear about my exciting new money form, you can call me Mr. Moneybags. And I'm Ethan Sereski. And she's a rich girl, but she's gone too far, and you know it don't matter anyway. And you too can be a rich girl if you follow the advice of Mr. Moneybags, our <laughs> exciting new podcast spinoff where I talk about crypto. <laughs> you guys, that's not really coming. I know you're excited, but it's it's not happening. I don't want it to go too far and everyone goes, oh my God, Mr. Moneybags podcast, you know, and they start getting in a queue, you know, but what am I, British? But, and they, start, they start getting in a line, you know. But, but if you want Mr. Moneybags podcast, write in and maybe it'll be on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We could do that. Uh, but tell them about the premise of this show, Ethan. Well, on this show, Mr. Moneybags talks crypto. Oh, that's the other one. Yeah, no, no, this one. Uncle oh, Monster. Like, like all weeks on Uncle Monster's Spooky Time Fred Hour, one of us, uh, me, Ethan, this week, has done extensive research on a ghost, ghoul, goblin, or demon. And the other one of us, Shibble, has done absolutely nothing. He's lazy. He's done yeah. nothing. He's done as much as you, the audience. He knows nothing about what I'm talking about. And he's going to ask the questions your heart are burning with desire to know. Mm -hmm. And what are we discussing this week, Shibble? Do, did I tell you? You told me that it was the Tommy Knockers. That's right. The Knockers or the Tommy Knockers. That's and you, true. You told me that they were from Wales. They're... From Cornwall, Wales, and then also the U.S., where they immigrated. Okay, okay, following that classic emigration pattern. Right, Cornwall, Wales, Wales the U.S., like my yeah. family. Yes, like so many immigrant stories. Growing up in little Wales. <laughs> like um, Jonah. Yes. <laughs> 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 you got a soundboard. It's true. Listeners, exciting news. I just remembered. I've got a soundboard. And you know what? If you're not into that. <laughs> don't you have to pay for that one? That's the price is right. Is it? I don't. I. Who knows? It's probably one note off. It's good it, enough. I like it, it. Yeah. Yeah. So get ready for that. And uh, if you're lucky, I'll get tired of it soon. Wait, wait, wait. Let me say something, and then you can use that one. Okay, ready? Okay. Oh, my God. Crypto's a great investment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This is awesome. I love that you have a soundboard. Oh, it's like Fred Norris is in the building. Yes. Get ready, listeners, for your new drive time DJs. Ethan <laughs> and Shibble of the morning. <laughs> okay, before we get too involved with the soundboard, um, Shibby, I'd like to know, because I know you don't know much about Tommyknockers, right? No. Nothing? No, I mean, I know there's a Stephen King novel of the same name. Right, That's and movie, matching movie. And, and a feature-length film. That's true. So how I'd like to begin, as we always do, is I'd like you to tell me what you picture, tell me your guess as to what you see. What what do you see in your mind's eye when I say the Tommy Knockers? Okay, so based on the Stephen King angle, 
I'm going to say. Have you seen it? No. But oh, okay, good. Just based I was on my to knowledge, say, then you know. No, no. Uh, but, but based on my knowledge of Stephen King, I'm going to say that they are some sort of extra-dimensional ghost monster demon uh, that is terrorizing a handsome writer. <laughs> like played by John Cusack? Yes, or, or maybe even a John Ritter type if it was an older film. <laughs> he was handsome. He certainly was. You know, it's funny. People don't think of him as a handsome guy. He was a handsome guy. Yeah, I mean, he was a TV star. He had to be. Totally fuckable. I mean, you'd be lucky if you could sleep with John Ritter. <laughs> now, Shibble, I'm I'm going to... Is that your, that, that's your only guess? That that's my Stephen guess. King, that's your guess, that he's, yeah, he's every a ghost Stephen King demon. thing. From another dimension. Right, he's it, is what he is. And he's terrorizing a writer. Okay, so That's he's room 14... He's room 1408, is your guess. Yes, it's a room. Is the Tommy Knocker a room in a hotel? Right, yeah. You are incorrect. Okay. Uh, so what we're going to do now, as we do on um, all episodes, is I'm going to communicate to you... <laughs> I was incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> it was incorrect, and that's how you show that it's incorrect with that sound. Yeah, um, that's what I'm gonna, me. What I'm going to do is I'm going to explain to you what Tommy knockers are, but I'm not just going to do it with uh, with just words. Just you know, uh, hey Shivel, this is a Tommy knocker. I'm going to okay. do it with narrative fiction. Oh my god! An is audience it story time. It, well, I want to tell the audience. I, I noticed that we don't actually break it down. We act like everyone watches every, uh, listens to every episode. The, in this part of the episode, I'm going to tell a story that explains what the monster of the week is. Okay, I'm excited that you had to mention that. Well, I, I, I guess I, it's I was story listening to an episode, and uh, I was talking to someone who's listening to the episode, and they were like, "Yeah, now you're telling a story. Why are you telling a story?" And I was like, "Didn't you hear like?" Did you hear the song? Yeah, I was like, the song kind of explains it. Or maybe maybe just we tell a story. Just get, just go with it. Yeah, listen to the story. That'll explain it. You know what? I take that back. I don't explain anything. Yeah, it's story time. It's story time. Story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story time. It's story time. It's story time. It's story time with Uncle Monster. Story, story time. time. You ready for some narrative fiction? <laughs> Am I? This one's called The Tommy Knockers. Ooh, good title. Evocative. Thank you. I, I decided to surprise you and just go with The Tommy Knockers. I, I think it's eerie. It's a punch to the gut is what it is. Yeah, thank you. I'm a horror writer. After nearly a year of preparation, the time has come for you to take revenge on those who had stolen away the love of your life and murdered her in cold blood. Oh, Adelaideen, how I ache for you, you think, as you slit open the heated can of beans with your brass knuckle-gripped hunting knife. You sit in front of the blazing campfire in your fatigues, warming your soul, your rage already simmering at a boil. Your name is Dart Ironside, and in the words of James Brown, it was time for some get-back. Revenge! Hit me! Hey, hey, ow! Your mission was set, and the time was nigh. But your prey was not human, 
as it had been in the special forces. No, this was a far more insidious foe. Mm. Your Adeladine had been taken from you by a group of cave-dwelling cryptids. Mm. But they'd made a mistake stealing from you. <laughs> you, of all people. <laughs> Your Dart Ironside, former Special Forces ace, and the fastest land swimmer on Earth. With that thought, you throw <laughs> yourself into the air and belly flop back down onto the forest floor with a thump. You begin to flap your arms and flail your legs around in the dirt. Instantaneously, you begin whizzing around the campsite. Land swimming was an uncommon talent, but one you had cultivated as your specialty back in the service. Tonight, the targets of your ire are the legendary Tommyknockers. These two-foot-tall, cave-dwelling, green humanoid creatures dressed in admittedly adorable copies of human clothes, but mm. just super little. They were originally from Wales and Cornwall, but had immigrated to the States in the 19th century. Supposedly benevolent, these little monsters were supposed to warn miners of cave collapses with their ghostly knocking. But you prescribed to the belief that this knocking was actually the knockers chipping away at support structures to cause deadly cave-ins. You knew their true nature. You had known it when you heard stories of how they laughed gleefully as stone after stone collapsed in on your Adeladine, crushing her before anyone on the spelunking adventure could help. Mm. The reason you were here is that the guide on that trip had survived and related the story of these tiny humanoid cryptids to you. And that is when you swore revenge. Now it was time to exact such. You finished your beans and threw yourself back into the air. When you hit the ground, you began swimming hard and fast as dirt and leaves were thrown into the air. You had to stay on the mapped path to avoid the vicious booby traps you had set for the unfortunate cryptids that had earned the wrath of Dart Ironside. The sheriff of the little forest village had tried to stop you the previous night, but you're a man on a mission, Dart. The sheriff had told you, forget about the Tommyknockers, and even threatened to arrest you for your own safety. You'd replied, I could kill them all, sheriff! I could kill you! In town, you're the law! Out here, it's me! Don't push it! Don't push it, or I'll give you a war you won't believe! Let it go. Let it go. With that, he had backed away, realizing that this battle between you and the Knockers was now inevitable. You arrive at the coordinates for the Knocker village. They were supposed to live only in caves by cannon, but it appeared that in this village... They lived in the forest nearest the caves. You survey the land with your binoculars. You see mushroom-shaped little houses and know that this is the place. All you had to do now was to get the knockers to follow your lead and the traps would do the rest. All of a sudden, you spot your first Tommy knocker. Hatred boils in your chest and your heart rate rises as the diminutive humanoid leaves the mushroom house. Strangely, he is about three apples tall and blue, not green, as the legend foretold. No matter, you think. Dart Ironside can kill a blue knocker as easily as a green one. The knocker is also not in little miner's clothes, but close. It is dressed in white trousers with a little hole for what appeared to be a little blue tail and a white Phrygian hat. It seemed a strange outfit, but you were hunting a strange cryptid after all. The Tommy Knocker was singing a melodic song and picking blueberries, which it carried back inside its mushroom house. You decided to sit in your nest a bit and watch, waiting for the right time to make your move. 
the time came soon enough. A horn blew as you watched from your perch in the forest, and all of the blue knockers came out of their mushrooms. They seemed to be an organized society, but yes, bingo, there did seem to be a leader. As you well know, if you cut off the head, the snake slithereth blindly. As the knockers lined up, the apparent leaders seemed to be addressing them, no doubt planning the murder of more innocent Adelaide Deans. This leader was wearing a different outfit than the others who all wore the same white trousers and Phrygian hats. This one wore red and sported a white mustache and beard. He smiled, belying his violent nature. You raise your rifle and find the leader in your scope. Your breathing slows. As he gestures to the crowd, time slows as well. At the pinnacle of your exhale, you squeeze the trigger with five pounds of pressure and the knocker's head explodes like a cantaloupe. There are screams and you smile as the other knockers run to the one they seem to call Papa. You step from the cover of the forest and address the knockers. I bet you thought this was over, you boom. The knockers look up in fear. Nothing is over. Nothing. You don't just turn it off. You scream at the monsters and finally you get what you want. The village of cryptids begins to chase you back into the forest. You immediately throw yourself to the ground and paddle, bursting forward on the forest floor with great speed. The knockers follow exactly as planned. You land swim past the first trap just as the knocker that you laughingly think of as clumsy in your head falls through the camouflaged hole in the ground where it is impaled by several punji sticks smeared with your feces. You crack a smile and keep on swimming. You hear three loud explosions as brainy, grouchy, and hefty trip the grenade traps that were wired up in old soda cans by the edge of a stream. Another three down as red mist and gore rain down, rain down upon you. You hear the screams of greedy and vanity as they tumble through a trap door into a snake pit where asps in instantly attack their head and neck with poison-filled strikes. A third falls in as well. He says, what's long and has no legs and bites your face? You hear him scream, and then he says, an asp! You think of this one as jokey. A giant, a giant mace and bamboo whips take care of the ones you think of as handy, scaredy, sloppy, harmony, painter, and poet. You land swim to your high ground gunner's nest as the rest of the knockers hit a clearing near the opening of the mine where Adelaide Dean had perished. Motherfuckers, you think, as you flip back the cartridge and chamber the ropes of ammunition. You open fire, and the hail of high-caliber ammunition cuts rows of blue knockers in half, leaving a little more than a pile of bloody white Phrygian hats. Finally, revenge is yours. You've knocked out the knocker, you've wiped out the knocker village, and you land swim in a backstroke all the way down to the clearing, which is now the scene of a blue massacre. You eye the opening of the caves where you thought the knockers would live, and enter to have a long cry and a talk with the memory of your beloved Adeladine. Before you can enter the cave, you feel a tug at the hem of your camouflage pants. There is a blonde female knocker staring up at you with tears in her eyes. She introduces herself as Smurfette, and instantly you know this is not her real name. It's probably Knockat, or Tommy. She speaks before you can stomp her to death, and you listen. Why have you done this to us? Why us? We, we are a peaceful... You interrupt this horseshit by slapping across her blue face, leaving a raspberry-colored mark. 
you say, let me tell you a story, bitch. I was in this bar in Saigon, and this kid comes up, this kid carrying a shoe shine box, and he says, shine, please shine, and I said, no. He kept asking, and my pal Joey said, yeah. I went to get a couple of beers, and the box was wired. He opened the box, fucking flew his body all over the fucking place, and he's laying there, he's, he's just fucking screaming, man. There's pieces of them all over me. And I'm trying to pull them off, you know? My friend, it's all over me. I got blood and everything. I'm trying to hold them together. And the guy's fucking insides keep coming out. And nobody, nobody would help. Nobody would help. He's saying, I want to go home. I want to go home. He keeps calling my name. I want to go home. I want to go home. I want to drive my Chevy. I said, with what? I can't find your fucking legs. I can't find your legs. The Smurfette knocker looks quite confused by your story, Dart. You shrug and reach for her. She screams, but is silenced when you snap her little blue neck. Her golden blonde hair lay still on the hard ground. Knocking begins to echo from the cave. With your mission goals achieved, you step into the caves to say goodbye to Adelaideen. More knocking echoes in the cave. Must be knocking bats. You land swim deeper into the caves, the light dwindling behind you. You reach a solitary spot, notable for its stalactites, and produce a jar. You pour the contents, the ashes of your beloved, on the cave floor. With three final knocks, the cave support gives out, and you are swallowed by a deluge of stone. In an instant, dart ironside, you are no more. Maybe next time, you will learn the difference between a Tommyknocker and a smurf. Fantastic. Thank you. Fantastic story. I loved every second of it. Thank you very much. Beautiful stuff. Thank you. <laughs> Listeners, just as a thought experiment. Listeners, if you're listening to this show and you don't know what the smurfs are, shoot me an email. You don't Take think a- some people will know what a smurf is? I, I think it's possible that someone might not, and I'd be interested to hear if this was how they had first out, found out about Smurfs. Oh, I hope I introduced someone to Smurfs. Yeah, wouldn't that be fun? They're little socialists about blue monsters. Yeah, I think they're from Belgium. Yeah, they're, they're Belgium. Um, yes, they are. Well, and they were originally Strumpfs. Yes, the Strumpfs. Yes. Uh, so the guy, the guy was ordering salt at the restaurant, and he didn't know the word for salt. And he goes "strumps," and that meant socks. Mm. But he liked the sound of the word, and it turned into Smurfs eventually. I read that. Well, there you go. If you ain't learning, you ain't living. I but learned I so like... much about Smurfs with that story. Oh, yeah, I did not learn a lot about Tommy Knockers, and I gotta admit, I'm still very curious. Oh, good. That's what I wanted to do, is just pique your interest. Yes, I. It, apparently they are small, live in caves, and knock on walls. And they're, I said they were green. And they are green. And okay. what do they wear? Uh, they wear uh, miners' uniforms. Yeah, little ones. Little ones, like the doozers from Fraggle Rock. Oh, exactly. I didn't even think of that. They're like little cute doozers. Oh, that's great. So, so Stephen King wrote a book about the doozers. He did, but he made he he. I guess it's scarier than Fraggle Rock. Boy, that's I don't know. If that might that might be too much for me. If you get high and you watch Fraggle Rock, it's probably scary. I bet it's weird. That talking heap of trash. 
Oh yeah, isn't that in space Spaceballs too? Uh, no, that was a talking pizza. That was Pizza the Hut. Oh, well, they they remind me of each other. No, they were both animated piles. Isn't there also giants that have radishes? Is that that show? Yeah. Yep. What a weird show, dude. Yeah, it operated on at least four scales, as I recall. Because you got the Fraggle scale, you got the Doozer scale, you have the Giant scale, and you got the Human scale. Human, right? Oh, a traveling Matt, right? Yeah. No, that was a Fraggle, but his uncle was human. I don't know. There was there was an old man with a dog. That's all the I, the only thing I remember from the Human scale. I think that was all of it. Was probably his imagination, right? I mean. I think it was all real. That show was it was all real. It, I think it was all Tommyknockers, tell you the truth. Yes. So let's get into the Tommyknockers. Give me the big picture and then let's break it up a little facts. Well, Shibby, mining is an ancient profession. It's true. Yes. One of the first long... technologies you can discover in the game Civilization. Right. But the first, tech, uh, first profession, of course, is being a, a huge whore. Uh, I would say sex work is one of our oldest professions. No, 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 no. The first job was being a whore. I mean, it could have been. Sex worker came later, I think, because they always say the first job was being a big whore. I, I don't think that's the turn of phrase that you... I, I've heard it said differently. Oh. How'd you hear it? Uh, prostitution is the world's oldest profession. I didn't hear... Oh, I said before. first job. But okay, it's, it, it, you know, tomato, yeah. tomato. Um... You know, along with the dark underground of mining come century-old legends. Yes. The most notable of the mining legends being that of the Tommyknockers. Famous legendary mining legends. Yes. I mean, you would know more about it if you came from a mining family like I do. It's true. If only I had... Like Elon Musk. In the... If you Fair, took blood yeah. blood minerals, you know, like yeah. blood that, emeralds. Yeah, it was how my family made its fortune. Yeah, yeah mine didn't, by the way, for the audience. Um, otherwise, I would own uh, major social media. Um, yeah. The knocker, knacker, or Tommy knocker mm. is a mythical subterranean gnome-like creature. All right, I was thinking gnome. I was getting gnome. Very, very gnome-like. Okay. Cuter. Germans called them Bürgister, or Bürgmannlein, meaning mountain ghosts, or little miners. <laughs> okay, so they're also in Germany. They're not just... No, that's just what they called them. I just thought it was cute. Okay, okay. They, they talk about the Tommyknockers in Germany, but they don't call them Tommyknockers. Yeah, they're famous everywhere, dude. These are like celebrities. Okay, cool. Uh, it is closely Jared Leto of cryptids. I, I, I don't know if I'd go that far. I would say the Warwick Davis. Okay, fair enough. It is closely related to the Irish leprechaun, <laughs> the Kentish cloaker, and the English slash Scottish brownie. Okay, yeah, brownies, yep. Um, they are two feet, zero inches tall. All right, 24 inches. Yes. And, 64 uh, with, centimeters for our friends on the metric system. With a disproportionately large head. Okay. Long arms. Okay. Wrinkled skin. Okay. And white whiskers. So me. Like me. <laughs> you are you are none of those things. Uh, by it's the way, did you hear how, how tall I said they were in the story? Because that's actually canon how tall the Smurfs are. Three apples tall? Yes. That was when I was like, is this motherfucker going to be talking about Smurfs? 
<laughs> you recognize that? Three apples tall? Oh, yeah. Wow. Jesus. Uh, knockers um, are sometimes described as the helpful spirits of previous fatalities in minds. Okay, so they're so they're they might be they're spirits. Yeah, they could be. They could be. They might not be fey folk because the other ones are, are I would consider part of the fairy world. That was that's one. Uh, these are all theories. Okay, okay. So another theory: ghosts, tiny ghosts, ghosts. tiny you die, ghosts. You get smaller, and you grow. Or, or it was just very small miners. Yeah, only the smallest miners with the bushiest of beards. Yeah. They, they tend to die. It's dangerous for you when you're tiny. Yeah. Um, a knocker, um, they say, has a huge bobblehead uh, and a Santa beard. That's another description. And their, okay. long arm, their long arms almost touch the ground like some sort of ape. Oh, or a chimp. Yeah, could, like a chimp. Could and they, they be carry... ghost chimps? Oh, how cute. Dressed how as people. Dressed... Oh, no, no, no. But if they're tiny, they can't rip your face off. I mean... A two-foot-tall chimp, I wouldn't want to mess with it. Well, that's what? A third as tall as Travis, so it'd be a third as strong. Could it still rip your face off? Was Travis six feet tall? I'm picturing him like that. I've imagined chimps to be like four feet tall. He was four feet tall and did all that damn... Jesus Christ. Yeah, they're fucking brutal, man. I hate them. Okay. Um, so they they carry around little mini pickaxes and lamps. Awesome. That way they don't get lost and they can still get some work done. Exactly. Uh, they sometimes commit random mischief, such as stealing miners' unattended tools and food. Okay. But that's not like ma malevolent knocker stuff. That's just like mischief. That's just yeah. like, ha ha ha, you know, like we're friendly. What if one of those miners was diabetic? Why and would he need his tools? He would need his his food. Lunch. I know, I'm joking. <laughs> uh, chimpanzees range from four to five and a half feet. So that's almost six feet. So Travis could have been almost six feet. So that is one point two to one point seven <laughs> meters. Oh well, a for big thank you, from, international from, listeners, <laughs> from everyone else in the world except Americans. <laughs> Uh, miners uh, know the knockers well, but uh, opinions on their intentions differ. Okay, okay. Tell me about Some it. believe the knocking on the cave walls uh, by the knockers were attempts to break down the walls and cause murderous collapses. Those sons of bitches. And others thought the knocks were directions on where to dig for the best results. Mmm, those still, still helpful others, friends. Yes, helpful little friends. Still others believe that the knocks were warnings of a mind collapse, so they were helpful there, benevolent little beings. Yeah, okay, so it's two to one helpful. Yeah, so the, um, at, at, it said that at their best, they hid tools and took candles and knocked to tell you where the good stuff was. At their worst, they set tunnels on fire, burning the miners alive. Okay, that's uh, so pretty bad. Yeah, that's, that's a range. Yeah, that's so maybe, you know, they're just like people. Some of them are good, some of them are bad. Yeah, I guess, I guess they're a lot like people. Yeah, some of them set miners on fire. Some of them tell you where to find cool stuff. Yeah, that's, I mean, listen, that's as human as any, anything else. Um, when these grizzled little gnomes were good, uh, they, they were thought to bring favors and wealth. 
mm-hmm. but uh, when they were bad. So maybe, you know, the bad ones bring about misery, injury, and death. And especially if you doubt their power or do not believe in them. Okay, so what are their powers? Their powers are breaking down the the structure of a cave and making it fall in on you, lighting okay. you on fire. Like, they're just they're okay. little... It's like the, they're not magic. Okay, so their power is like normal person power. But yeah, I think they're, they're as like as strong as I am, even though they're two feet tall. Right. I got. I still got to take them seriously, even though they're two feet tall. They're like ants, you know. They're much. They they pack more. They 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 can carry like a whole picnic basket if you get a group of them together. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> yeah, watch out for my picnic basket. <laughs> Could you picture them carrying something like all as a group, like carrying yeah, it away? I'm pretty sure I saw that in a goofy cartoon. <laughs> Maybe that's where I got it from. Um, though armed with mixed intentions, if anyone angers a knocker, um, they can turn invisible. Okay, the the knocker will turn invisible. Yes. Okay. Where they can and they can be heard in that state, but not seen. Which I don't know why they wrote that because that's what invisible means. Yeah. Um, but then when they reappear, okay. they take what may be their true form, which is that of a goblin. Oh, a goblin. Third option. A third option. That's interesting, right? Yes. An invisible goblin. Well, a goblin would be would fit into the fairy world. That You could consider that right. an unseely fairy. That's a mean fairy. Yes. And uh, it could be part of that uh, universe. I guess all fairies are mean because they steal human babies, right? Not all of them do. Changelings do specifically. I thought they all like human babies. No, they're good fairies? uh, Yeah, I mean, I don't think all fairies do it. I think it's fairly common in fairy lore. Do you ever get like a a heat rash on the back of your neck when you would have made a joke when you were 13? Uh, Yeah. Okay. Okay. Say no more. <laughs> they can also appear as dark, amorphous figures, which I'll, I guess I'll call a shadow, yeah. uh, with yellow lights glowing at the top of their heads. Where their eyes would be? I, I was thinking like maybe where a miner's hat would be, like oh, with a okay. light on it. That'd be cool. Like that, like the kind of like a ghost shadow minor hat deal. Like, I think that's a cool visual. Yeah, that's sick. I like that. Um, they're impish. Um, and of course, I mentioned the green hue, right? Yeah, very green. That definitely leads me in a goblinoid direction. Green. Yeah, that, that's goblin. another another point for goblin, right? That's a good point. Um, in some minds where the Tommyknocker's presence was known to be overwhelmingly malevolent, uh, the mines were forced to close because the guys were like literally that scared of the Tommyknockers. Yeah. So, well, yeah, I would be too if I, you know, I mean, I do believe in it, so I would leave. Especially if uh, the sure sign of the presence of Tommyknockers is uh, cave-ins. And being lit on fire. Yeah, I'd be like, well, something's happening. Let's yeah. just say it's Tommyknockers. Dave got lit on fire. <laughs> I think the real problem here is uh, that OSHA hasn't been invented. <laughs> Maybe. O- Do you think OSHA is the reason there's not like Tommyknockers anymore? Yeah, they probably took care of that. That's a huge violation. If I find Tommyknockers on the property, <laughs> that's 10,000 and that's 
that's on a rolling scale. So next time it's 20. Next time you it's You know, 30. literally, if there were Tommyknockers, corporations would have eliminated them for that reason. Oh, for sure. And, I mean, better than having those mines collapse on our boys. So the noble you, heroes of America's coal mining industry. <laughs> yeah, the, the noble heroes of the, no are the big, big corporations, the heroes of labor. Thank you for um, strip mining Kentucky. <laughs> um, so when the mines played out, the legend continued after you know, I was talking about the guys quitting. Yeah. Um, so when, when those mines played out, because everyone quit, uh, the Tommy, Tommy Knockers found, quote unquote, work in the residential homes surrounding mm. the old mine shafts. Superstitions continued when many a family death or disaster was allegedly foretold by a knocking in the house. Okay, so they also, they like to just go out and fuck shit up, these little horrible goblins. Yeah, it's like they're kind of contained in the caves, but if you close down the mine, then they, you know, I mean, like, they just, they're just like, where are we, you know, there's an apartment complex, let's go have fun. All right. Guess what, though? A Do sound? I have a surprise for you. Here it comes. It's going great. We are probably the best at podcasting. And here's our great new segment. Come and date Ethan. <laughs> I like this. Yeah, we get to listen to the songs for the first time. Yeah. Normal. He is. He's a normal guy. He's got a condo and <laughs> he's funny. Because hey. he's fine and you're fine and it's fine and it's totally fine. And <laughs> yeah. Get him, Shibby. Come and date Ethan. Come and date Ethan. So. That's dope. That song's dope. I like hearing it while we, you know, while we record. Yeah, it's fun. Listen. So. You're a single guy. You're out back on the scene. That's right. I'm no longer uh, dating someone. So. Uh, are you on the apps? This week's question: Are you on the apps? Oh, am I? Am I? Am I signed up for like date? No, I haven't signed up for any dating apps. Okay, okay. Have you thought about it? Have you considered it? Where are you at? Where would you be? You at? know, you know. I'll tell you. I'll be very honest with you. It's very embarrassing. I was thinking uh, eventually I might be on an app, so I was starting to take some pictures of my face. Mm-hmm. And I threw them all out. I was like, these are awful. Taking pictures of your own face is the fucking worst. I hate it. It is. I was making the weirdest faces and like, like making my jaw. Like it was just, I don't know what I was doing, but none of them looked like me. They were all uglier than me. Yeah. Or maybe I'm just uglier than I think I am. You need to find, uh, you've got to have some good candid somewhere. Those would be important. No one takes pictures of me randomly. Yeah, it's true. Like, maybe some stuff in, like, a family thing. Oh, oh, where I can crop myself out? Uh, Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or like, I'm not going to put my entire family in. Oh, that yeah, 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 yeah. 
here's the family. Uh, Me and my family are looking for a lady. And the other thing is you got to find, here's what you got to do. You got to find a room where you got good lighting. And what you got to do, you put the camera over here and you just turn your heads towards it and press the button at the same time. So you don't have time to think. So you just have a natural expression on your face. That's, that's interesting. Try that. If that, I'm going to, what I'll do is I'll do that. Maybe we'll put one on social media. All right. Ethan's going to take 10 of those tonight and we're going to (laughs) post the best one after this. I thought you put all of them, (laughs) just 10 posts in a row of my face. That would be so funny. Or that. Yeah, that'd be perfect. Or all of them in one. You could vote for which one should be the picture. Yes. Yes. Perfect. Yeah. And I'll just be horrifically embarrassed by it. And I like some, for some reason, you know what? We were raised in a weird way with comedy because like it excites me the embarrassment I'm going to feel from that. Yeah, that part's going to make it worth it. That's how you're going to motivate yourself. Like, oh man, I can't wait. That Maybe you just need to find a good dominatrix. That's <laughs> what you need. A humor dominatrix. A, a humiliatrix for comedy. <laughs> go, do, go do five at the open mic on Thursday. Don't prepare. Ugh. You know, you know what's, so, what's, what's really arrogant is that doesn't scare me. Uh, I, 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 I feel like. And I, anyone out there who goes, oh, fuck you. Cause it doesn't scare me. No, I feel and like. It shouldn't. I, I feel like the don't prepare. I, if I could easily put together a five, but to get up there for five and be like, here we go. Uh, and obviously the open mic nights in Wichita, I don't know how stiff the competition is, but. Uh, I'd be in New York. <laughs> yeah. I'd still, you know, anyway, anyway. I would just talk about everyone who had gone before me is the, what I would do. Oh, there you go. See, I'm already prepared. I, I win. You crushed it. Listen, <laughs> except I said don't prepare. So now I know you've already oh. thought of that and you can't do it. Well, I did it on the spot, though. So it was like I didn't prepare. Fair enough. Anyway, um, listen. This is great. We're really finding me a date. No, we're doing great. This is about you and your look, your quest for love. And we're going to get some of your ladies... If you want to see Ethan look in his vest, watch the socials because we'll be putting <laughs> up 10 pictures tonight. <laughs> no, we are not doing that tonight. I've got, I can't. My anxiety. I can't do that tonight. All right. He's going to get really stoned and he's going to take 10 pictures of himself completely nude. Uh, I'd rather do it nude. All right. There we go. <laughs> Was that my penis? That's open to the listener. Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's what it is, usually. I'm nervous right now because we're closing down the 40-minute marks, and I haven't gotten any facts. Do we have any oh. facts this week? Oh, my God, of course. We have Layla Presents Knockers Facts. Layla Presents Knockers Facts! <laughs> <laughs> Equal in size, that is. <laughs> in fact, one breast is usually about one-fifth larger than the other. If you're cur- curious, it's generally the left side that has the advantage. Hmm. Crazy world, eh? Have you ever noticed that? I've never noticed. Been like, wow, one of your breasts is bigger than the other. I've never thought that about a girl. Number one. Uh, you know, I've rarely... Set. I'm just so happy to see Brett. Yeah, I'm just I'm in a good and I'm kind of distracted. You know, I'm not yeah, I'm not taking the moment to be like, okay. Yeah, who's criticizing? Okay. Yeah, no, we're all just happy to be there. Okay. 
<laughs> the average bra size in the U.S. is, you're going to be, guess what it is. Uh, I'm going to guess uh, double D. Really? Uh, yes. Now how could it be a double D? How could that be the average bra size? Because there are a lot of uh, very obese people that uh, need, or I don't want to say obese. There are a lot of bigger women out there. Number bigger two. people with breasts. The knockers are growing. Oh, but there's obese need... people too. That'll raise it. Well, yeah, there are, there are very, there are lots of people that have very large breasts in America. Right. But make a real guess. No, that was it. Right, but it's not right, so. Okay. Uh, C. Okay, the average bra size is a 34 double D. Okay, I was right with double D. You were right. It just, it, you know, I wanted it to be surprising. <laughs> I deserve credit for that. You no, you get a ton of credit. That was awesome. I just wanted to surprise you, so you like, get excited. five knockers points. You do. You get a lot of. You get uh, Mr. Moneybags bucks. Yes, Mr. Moneybags dollar bucks. Find them on Ethereum. Five uh, of them is worth twenty five dollars, and it's only going to go up. You have to go all the way to Ethereum to find them. Uh, this thirty four double D average is significantly larger uh, than it was just twenty years ago when. The average was 34B. Wow. Times they are changing. What a fat country we have. And I can say that. I wish you could say it with less contempt in your voice. Oh, okay. We have a fat country. It's true. Lots of great fat people in America. Yeah. I'm not fat phobic. Fat people are awesome. I'm, I'm currently overweight. So unless you're one of those girls who's listening to the Date Ethan segment, then I'm fine. Six percent of the population has a third or more nipple. Uh, these extra nipples can even lactate and become sensitive during menstruation. I dated a gal with a third nipple once. How'd you know it was a? How'd you know it was a third? Did she tell you, or did you yes. figure it out? No, she told me. Really? Was she proud, or what having was her a third nipple? Vibe? No, she was like, "Oh, that's did you see that? That's my third nipple." I was like, "Oh, okay." Was it on a breast? Uh, yeah, and it, it was, it would basically just look like a large birthmark. Oh, it didn't look like a nipple? Not very much. Did it lactate? I don't know. She was not lactating while we were dating. Oh, good for you. Um, uh, yeah. Number four. The first knocker enlargement surgery took place in 1962. Really? I would have thought, uh, that was later. I th really? Yeah, I would have thought that the Nazis would have figured that out. <laughs> that seems like you're, the kind of you're thing right. They it's very, you, very eugenics. Yeah. And now we'll see if a child will have large knockers. <laughs> Miss Braun, we fixed your knockers. Uh, and now it's the most popular form of plastic surgery in the United States and has been since 2006. According to the American Society of Plastic Surgeons, 310,000 people got breast implants in 2018. The average cost, this doesn't sound right, a little more than $4,000. Really, would you, be, would you be thinking more or less than that? More. I, I, that seems a good price for that. I would want to pay as much as possible for plastic surgery. It, I mean, I wouldn't want to cut corners, obviously. Nobody's saying ah. you should cut corners, but there's nothing wrong with a deal. Here's what you do. You go to the plastic surgery school, and you get it at half price from the students. Yeah, I don't want students. I want, I want like, I want one of those pervert guys, you know, like from the reality shows, you know, the weirdos. One of the ones that's clearly had a lot of work done on himself, so you yeah. know he believes in his product. 
Exactly. Like someone who really is in the field and experiences it and love, like loves, truly loves plastic surgery. Yeah. And like face completely rigid. Like Ozempic face. Yeah. And, but, and skin just shiny as hell. <laughs> yeah. Like a doll. Yeah. Like a game show host. And, and if you punched them, like nothing would move. Yeah. Or, or their skin would just snap. <laughs> peel away from their face. Number six, the average knocker weighs between one and two pounds. Although it varies, most breasts range in this weight. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, however, the woman with the largest natural breasts in the world wears a size 52i bra and her breasts weigh 100 pounds. Whew, that has got to be murder on your back. She is 14 years old. Wow. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> but wouldn't that be ridiculous? <laughs> like, that, that that would certainly uh, be concerning in a lot of ways, I think. I, Listen, I feel like it's been a minute since we've talked about the Tommy Knockers. No, no, I did six instead of three. I messed up. It's all right. Now we now we only have one more. We're caught up at the 45. Yeah, yeah, minutes. absolutely. That did catch us up. I knew a bunch of girls who got uh, breast reduction surgery as teenagers. Yeah, it's a, you know, it's a smart play. It is. I mean, they were really going to have messed up backs. I mean, I remember being in high school and there was one girl, I was like, she has to. And she did. She got it. And she said, I feel so much better. She said, I was embarrassed. Like it was, you know, you get looked at all the time and physically it's agony. Yeah. So the Tommy knockers, eh? Right. They um, were uh, some sort of mythical tiger. Am I remembering that correctly? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's been a while. Um, you remember, they're uh, little green people. And, okay, uh, yes, green cute, gnomes. Cute little people clothes and they steal things. Or they might be completely evil and burn you alive and make your cave crash around you and kill you. Yeah, they might just be horrible goblins that can turn invisible. Too quick and come to your street. home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, when their mind closes, inevitably, uh, when OSHA shuts them down, they'll just come to your house. Yeah, well, we, we still want to kill you. <laughs> Two quick superstitions about them. Two Whistling inside mines is, quote-unquote, offensive to the Tommyknockers, mm -hmm. so, so miners don't ever whistle in mines. You know what else would be offensive? Uh, just hearing anyone whistle in a mine, the way it would echo against the stone walls, you'd just be like, no. shut the fuck up. You need to stop whistling right fucking now. I used to yeah, work with a guy be... that would like whistle whenever he came back from his route, and there's would be like, <laughs> fucking christ dude what are the most other than a mine name a place that would be really inappropriate to whistle other than a funeral prison <laughs> I, I hear people beat the shit out of you for whistling in a prison oh is that true they say that it's code like it's something that stoolies do but mostly it's just because the way it the acoustics work i i guess i'd be angry if someone whistled i'm trying to especially think especially if where. they didn't fucking stop you like dude you need to stop when would it be really inappropriate to whistle? Maybe after you ejaculated too quick during sex? Yeah, that'd be bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, dentist office? Are you done already? I can't whistle. No, I'm not very good at it. Uh, oh, hang on. I've got just the thing. <laughs> Slide whistle, I'm, that counts. I'm really sorry about your grandmother. <laughs> Fact number two. Miners also believe that it was bad luck for a woman to go into a mine, mm. especially if she had red hair. Okay, yeah, because it would make the miners too horny. 
Right. Uh, my mother, of course, has red hair. And yeah. um, I yeah, well, said what I said. I, I, I agree with you. <laughs> Wait, what did the sound say? Yeah, right. Well, my mother will appreciate that. Um, also, Hi, if, a miner's, if, a, if a miner's clothes slipped off the hook in the changing room, it meant he was going to fall into a hole. Oh, my pants. I seem to have dropped I was about to make a book. joke about my mother that was so inappropriate. Oh, it was like a callback. And oh, it was well, awful. Thank God we successfully avoided that. Last superstition is that if a miner's lamp doesn't burn bright enough, it means your wife is fucking another dude. Ooh. You hate to hear it because she hasn't been putting that oil back in. Right, exactly. She's busy uh, doing sex to another yeah, guy. To one of the non-miners. One of those weak surface men. Now, would you like to hear about some encounters with actual Tommyknockers? Actual Tommyknockers. I, I, yeah, as opposed to what we've been talking about. Which is... <laughs> no, I, obviously I want to hear the encounters with the actual Tommyknockers. That's what Or I'm just all, the Tommyknockers. I, I apologize for saying actual. I guess tell it was inappropriate. Me, tell me about the, the Tommyknockers for real this time. Yeah, for real, for real. In Elizabethtown, Tennessee, sometime around 2000, paranormal investigator Robert Phillips was hiking on a rainy evening at the Watauga Cliffs. Along the quiet journey, they heard the sound of a snapping twig, then a horrible, inhuman scream. He bolted and hid behind a tree. After a few minutes, he spotted a little green goblin dressed like a itty-bitty miner carrying a picnic basket. Oh, he had a picnic basket. <laughs> Why did he have a picnic basket? He this waited. is the second instance of picnic baskets in this episode. He waited and counted to 100 and then fled. Hmm, it's a good idea to count to 100 before you flee something brightening. <laughs> when you get mugged, do you count to 100? <laughs> I pretty much count, I count to 100 when I'm about to get into a car accident. <laughs> Just any, because you want to calm down and make your decision. Hit right. the brakes, Shibble! One, One two, two <laughs> three. Make a car crash sound on the soundboard. <laughs> oh, I, I've got to get some more. But right now, all I've got is Boeing, Price is Right, Slide Whistle, and Sad Trombone. Those are the only ones you really all need. Right, get, get Price is Right ready. Ready? Oh, no. Shibble died in the car crash. Oh, well, that wasn't funny. That made me sad. Oh, well. It was trying to be a callback to what we were talking about, but it sounded like I just said you died for no reason, and then you played that. Now it made me sad. <laughs> in 2016... Uh, this is another encounter. Mm -hmm. um, have you ever seen Grave Encounters? No. It's a decent found footage movie. I really like it. In 2016, paranormal investigator Xavier Hunter. Awesome. Real name? Real name? Definitely. And his friend Katie. <laughs> Katie Hunter. Uh, Katie Savage. No, it's probably when Katie it, Pride. Katie Pride. Went into, that's a cool name. It's like a Hardy Boys name. That is in, Kitty Pride, the Shadow Cat from X Men. I don't know her. Well, anyway, X Men joke. It's it doesn't matter. They went into a mine outside Las Vegas. Okay. As soon as they entered the mine, they smelled putrid rot. Mmm, goblin piss. <laughs> they should have known if they, if you were there, you would have been like goblin piss. Goblin piss, you guys. That's goblin piss. Everybody get, we, we need to tape this area off to smell goblin piss. 
Shibble smells goblin piss. Bum, 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 bum. Wow. Sorry. The further they delved in, they started to hear grunts and growls. Mmm, that's goblin sounds. Then our hero, Xavier Hunter, saw <laughs> a dark shape lurking in the shadows. He claims the aura emanating from the entity made him physically sick. Okay. And this is what this is what Xavier said. This is an actual quote. Ready? Uh-huh. The figure appeared to be hooded. It was completely black. We didn't immediately see it. Well, then how, how do you know? All right. We saw it after we began to review the video. The odd thing is, around the same time the figure appeared, I began to feel sick and nauseous. I threw up and felt extremely dizzy. We did not record the moment because Katie Pride was trying to help me figure out what was happening. I was shocked, especially after feeling sick right after capturing the figure on tape. I have no idea what, could, what it could be. I suppose that a possible explanation could be that it was our own shadow. But why would I feel sick right after that appeared? The presence we both felt in there felt malevolent. <laughs> Wait, that guy sounds like an idiot. I didn't even mean to read him like an idiot, but he sounds like an idiot. Like, he didn't know what was happening. Like, I suppose it could be a shadow that made me throw up, but my shadow doesn't normally do that. Um, okay. So, uh, they have nausea powers. Yeah, I, I, I did not consider that. They have an aura that makes you sick. It's kind of like you a Slender Man. Or, or was that strictly because Xavier, is Xavier Hunter a psychic? As his name would imply? <laughs> Why would that name imply? <laughs> That's a psychic name? Yeah, because of Professor X. Oh, uh, no, I think this is... Well, he's the only one who's felt it. But we haven't talked to a lot of people who... The other guy was counting to 100, so he couldn't, you know, he was far, far enough away. Yeah. Uh, this guy yeah. was right close to it. So I think it could have nauseous powers. Okay, we'll put that in the maybe column. All right. Uh, another encounter. We have another encounter. Okay. Uh, Tommy Knockers haunted the Mamie R mine in Cripple Creek, Cripple Creek, Colorado. Oh, fear, okay. Fear alone caused countless miners to leave that mine and never go back. Other miners who, or miners who were much less superstitious worked at the mine hoping to get rich. However, tragedy struck. A man by the name of Hank Bull was convinced that he heard the voice of a boy who was lost in the tunnel. Mm. But when he went down to search for the child, the ceiling collapsed, killing him. Another death happened when a bucket fell and crushed a miner's skull. <laughs> See, I'm getting used to the soundboard. I let I, I was not. Yeah, gonna you say gotta a word. give it room to breathe. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say a word. After those deaths, other miners reported seeing the ghosts of those two men in the mine. Mm. There were also reports of hearing whispers and seeing odd shapes moving around. Because God forbid, there was a shadow in a mine. Someone um, heard a voice. Yeah, they, they like oh, like they mimicry mimic powers. powers. Oh, shit. This is definitely leading much more into that goblin world. All of this is feeling very evil fey to me. Now, last encounter. Mm -hmm. While most people try to stay on the good side of Tommyknockers, there's one story where a group of miners mocked the little creatures. Mm, big mistake. Oh, big mistake. Around 200 years ago, there were seven miners working in the hills of Smokeshire at a gold mine. Mm. Uh, when they heard tapping sounds 
Those are Tommy tappers, I believe. Those are a different species. Maybe I should skip this one. No. They heard tapping sounds from deep mm. within the mine. Instead of listening to the warning, of course, they probably just thought it was tapping. Instead of listening to the warning and getting out of there immediately, three of the seven miners started laughing and joking, saying that Tommy knockers didn't exist. They mm. also provoked them by saying, Come on, then, Tommy knockers, show us what you can do. The other four miners left the area, uh, area immediately, but the three who mocked the Tommyknockers were immediately crushed to death in a cave-in. Yeah. The four who escaped said that they actually saw the Tommyknockers as they were running out of the mine, mm. although uh, there is still said to be a lot of gold in the mine, in this actual mine. there's like Geologists say there's tons of gold. No one will go back there to work, and it's been sealed up. Well, that's fair. That's fair. You should not go back into collapsed mines. Well, I mean, you could re-dig. But boy, it just seems dangerous. So well, all you that... have to do is not, not mess with the Tommyknockers. I mean, like, we would never make fun of a Tommyknocker. No, certainly not. Because the Tommyknocker sounds crazy. It just sounds crazy to me. But can it love? What a great song this is. This is my favorite, I think. You're a genius. The werewolf ain't my dad, but it's not <laughs> so bad. It might sound crazy, but can it love? Can, it, can love? it give me a kiss? Can it hold my hand? Would it say I love you? Does love it you. understand? <laughs> Does it know that I've never felt this way before? <laughs> There's a full moon tonight. It's so romantic. And this might sound crazy, but can it love? Can it love? Somebody That's a really think? pretty, really pretty tune. Oh, thank you. Um, can it can love? It? Yes. Okay. I tell think me more. Gnomes can love, for sure. Yeah. Goblins, I think, can love because they live in a community and, and mate and have family structures. Fair enough. And this is either goblin-like or gnome-like or a mix. So I think it inherits that. And I think they have a community. Okay. Yeah, that, that reads. And, you know, we, we hear about more playful things that they do and more helpful things that they do. Yeah, they, you know? they can be benevolent, yeah. So they're not you know, entirely out there, you know, slaughtering and murdering. So I think part of that comes from a place of love. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. What, what's your first date with a Tommy knocker? <laughs> oh, I know exactly what I would do. Tell me. Um, I would go to the place I worked when I was 19. Mm -hmm. It was this, um, it was this storefront in, I'm not going to say where in Connecticut, but uh, in case it's still there. But it was a place where you could go if you were a kid and had your birthday, and it was like a fake mine. Okay. And, and I would, since I worked there, me and this chick, we would bury little gems, and the kids would come and put on miner's hats with lights, and we'd send them in in the dark, and they would dig, and they would find little gems and put them in their bags, and they were so excited. And then they would eat cake and pizza, and they would learn about their gems. And I thought it was super cool. I worked there for like a month. And then 
I'm not gonna say what happened. <laughs> All right, then something happened. Uh, for my first date with a Tommy Knocker, I'm gonna say let's play pickleball. It seems like it's all the rage. What's pickleball? I don't know. <laughs> Where did you hear about it? Everywhere. You can't escape pickleball. It's all that. Have you been about. on the TikTok? No, no. I, you know, it started as like a sport for old people, and I don't know. It's like tennis. It you play it on like half of a tennis court. I don't oh. know. So it sounds like you spend less energy than tennis. So that that makes it better than tennis to me. Yeah. So it's got that going for it. So yeah, okay, so... we we'd go play some pickleball. Oh well, I you might enjoy that, and you might not, depending on what what that is. But can it fuck? Oh, goblins Next and gnomes. <laughs> you forgot about that song. You caught me by surprise. <laughs> Can you do it again? That sounds crazy, but can fuck? <laughs> I'm going to say this thing, these things definitely fuck. Oh, um, yeah. We're on the same page there. I say that I think they have attitudes a bit like a mix of mogwais and gremlins. Like if you mixed a mogwai with a gremlin, that's its attitude. And it's got that spunk. And I don't, you know, you know, no yeah. pun intended. No, it's got um, splooge. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, the splooge, of course. Yeah. Um, the semen. Yeah. It's uh, got the spermatozoa. Right. And I think that that makes it crazy. And it just runs around looking for the, no, I, I definitely think it has uh, a libido and yeah. it expresses it sexually. Yeah, I think they fuck like rabbits. I think they come in like broods of 12. I literally um, think rabbits say um, to other rabbits, you fuck like a Tommyknocker. Yeah, yeah. I think these guys are out there just jackrabbit humping uh, night after night, constantly bathed in sweat. That's all they do after work. <laughs> bathed in sweat. Yeah. <laughs> That's hot. It's fight night. by uh, my buddy Pete. Fight! Alright. So what do you think? Obviously this is going to be how many Tommy Knockers to take down Shaquille O'Neal. Yes, we've got the Tommy Knockers. Let's call it how many Tommy Knockers versus prime 7 foot 1, 340 pound 19 year old Shaquille O'Neal. The big man. The Kung Fu Diesel. That's right. My lord, you are just a mountain of muscle. That's um, um, mountains are where Tommy knockers live. Did you mean to make a pun? Uh, yeah, they are going to tunnel inside of you. All right, oh, let's no. uh, let's assume that they first thing I would do. I'm the Tommy knockers. I'm becoming invisible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I'm unleashing my nausea powers. Oh, I feel like I'm going to throw up. That really, uh, trying to fight while needing to throw up, I'm sure, is incredibly difficult. Doing anything while being nauseous sucks. Yes. So I'm going to say with those nausea powers, and if they're armed with their mining tools, they are going, you could probably get him with three, three Tommy knockers. Okay, impossible. 
you got They're it. two feet tall and they have many mining tools and even nauseous he is gonna he could kill one by stepping on it it's true he could swat them away okay if they're three if they got lucky and depending how overwhelming this nausea is like if he's like on the ground vomiting yeah, Shaq's not a pussy like that guy in that story, though. He's going to be like... It's true. Shaq my, has a lot stomach, of mental discipline. My stomach hurts, but I'll make it through. Like, he'll, he'll be fine. All right, then I'm going to have to go for... All right, I'm going to bump it up to 10. Yes, Here's I'll what they're going to do. They're going to start swinging those little pickaxes into his calf muscles and just start clawing it out. Calves are good things to go for in a fight. The calf kick is very effective in the UFC. Yeah, he will. He will want. And once they enough of them get to him, where he drops to the ground, and he's nauseous and on the ground, I think that's going to be the big man is going to start running out of luck at that point. Mom spaghetti, that's from the Eminem song. That's a yes. nauseous joke. Eight Mile, a classic film. I've seen that film. Uh, number two, we have. How many Tommy Knockers? Let's say ten Tommy Knockers versus the Wicked Witch from the Wizard of Oz. All right, so we got the Shack number of Tommy Knockers going up against the Wicked Witch. Wicked Witch has a lot of magical powers, and her only, does she? Does she really? I mean, she's—they don't call her a Wicked Witch for nothing. First of all, she can fly. That's for on, bro- on a broom. So, does she not have the broom? Are she has saying? the broom. You got to give her the broom. Okay, I mean, yeah, that's like if they get their mining tools, she gets the broom. Yeah, and so she's going to be raining death from above, and her really only known weakness is water, and we right. haven't heard any water abilities out of the time you know. But sometimes you you dig far enough in a cave, you hit water, right? It's true. Is that going to be their plan to dig yeah. through the octagon? We'll to- just keep digging until we hit water. <laughs> we'll find an aquifer. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm pretty sure that's, uh, this, I'm going to put this one on the Wicked Witch of the West. Three Tommyknockers versus a Jamaican man in a mesh shirt. Okay, uh, not too much I can infer about the Jamaican man in the mesh shirt. Oh, no, you can infer he's wearing a mesh shirt. Yes, uh, so I've got that. Uh, Tommy, I'm going to put this one on the Tommyknockers. On the Bumbleclot Tommyknockers? I'm not going to say that. I just wanted to say mesh, Jamaican guy in a mesh shirt. That I've never understood. It, I don't think this is a weird thing to say, but I, Jamaican people like mesh shirts. I think that's part of the uh, traditional cultural dress of Jamaica. I love that. I think there's something so charming about that. It's okay, number very, four. It's very uh, Caribbean. It sounds it, fantastic that, to wear that, in the heat. Oh, that's probably what you, you nailed it. Okay, we've got. Tommy Knockers versus Body Shockers, which is us in a mine with cattle prods. Okay, okay, so not like the Wichita State Shocker. I don't know what that is. Oh, you don't know Wichita State, the basketball team, and our classic mascot, Wooshock? The Shock (laughs) of Wheat? The anthropomorphic bundle of wheat? Is that real? Yes. We should have put him in this. Yeah, we won NCAA championships, man. We're a legit team. Okay. Uh, but, Sorry, uh, I'm from I, I'm in Connecticut where we have real basketball teams. Oh, of course. Well, All you're those from great here, professional teams that Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. Like the Connecticut Suns and. <laughs> 
That's uh, not funny. Women's basketball isn't funny. It's not funny. It's cool. It's I, I, I am a big New York Liberty fan, uh, by the way, because Brianna Stewart is awesome. So Okay, so you're not a Suns fan. No, I like the Liberty because they're loaded. That's fair. Uh, so, anyway, I'm going to say the Tommyknockers are going to kill us. I would agree. Okay, the Tommyknockers, two of them, versus a homeless man who does not want your extra sandwich. Okay, so this was the guy that was rude to you one time. Yeah, I fucking hate him. So uh, I'll never let that go. He's a fucking asshole. So I'm gonna say that it is the Tommy Knockers are going to kill this homeless man. They are. They're Hooray. gonna kill him real bad. Yeah. Okay, we have the Tommy Knockers. One of them. One Tommy Knocker versus David the Gnome and his butterfly kisses. Oh, boy. Who could resist David? You know what? Just thinking, I'm just going to double back for a second. <laughs> In terms of uh, come and date Ethan, that segment, are we sure we want to uh, include a part of the show where you're advocating the homeless man be violently murdered? Maybe I'll Yeah, I, I, you don't understand how rude he was. I bought an extra sandwich on purpose in case he wanted it. He didn't need to have it or not have it. All he had to do was say yes or no. He didn't have to yell at me. So, I lost. What was the last one? He didn't have to yell. Oh, sorry. It's David the Gnome and his butterfly David the kisses. No yeah, David the Gnome and his butterfly kisses are going to obviously win the day. Who could resist those wonderful butterfly kisses? Okay, have you seen Drag Me to Hell? Yes. The Lamia versus the Tommyknockers. Okay, uh, that was some sort of goat face demon situation. He was a goat. Okay, goat. Uh, goats also famously good in mountainous areas. Oh, yeah. Uh, hell powers are, yeah, hell powers are pretty tough, though. Yeah, I'm going to put this one on the Lamia. Yes, absolutely right. Now, the last one is uh, 10 Tommyknockers versus Jake and Logan Paul. With personality weighted heavily. Okay. Okay. So <coughs> it's half boxing match, half. Yes. But there's 10 of them? T 10 of them, yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to put this one on the Tommy Knockers either way. I mean, these <laughs> gremlins could be pretty unpleasant, but I'm going to say they're going to win both categories. How about two Tommy Knockers versus the Paul brothers on personality alone? Uh, well, well as, you know, as long as they're not the murder gremlins. Uh, I think you would have to murder someone to be less likable than someone taking a video inside the famous suicide forest. <laughs> really? Okay, I think the Tommyknockers are more pleasant. Yeah, um, yeah. Is there something wrong with you? Uh, well, uh, let me tell you. Do you have any more facts for me? I've got a thirst for oh, facts. Nothing's wrong there? with you yet. No, no, mostly just my... Maybe first. after the facts, there'll be something wrong with you. Yeah, God, depending on how these facts leave me. Tell me a little bit more about... Layla presents... Knockers facts? Number seven. The ancient Romans had bras for their knockers. Sort of. Sort of. Back in ancient Roman times, it was found that women would wrap the ancient equivalent of a bandeau around their breasts to keep them held in place during a workout. Makes sense. Yeah, that's not a you great fact. Yeah, get slapped <laughs> around by those things. 
what? <laughs> you slapped around. Yeah, you know, you're running and they're hitting you in the chest. It's terrible. Oh, in the chest. I was, I, I slapped around. I'm picturing them getting hit in the chin and face. And well, that I, mean, I mean, if I, good, I don't see why not. Like, I don't know. I've never had breasts and like run. So I'd, I like, think you'd have to, have... I think you'd have to be going pretty hard, but I don't know. I bet it's really annoying to have large breasts and run. Yeah. That's what we got to ask a lady about that. Okay, number I mean, eight. I, ladies have told me that. Really? I've never asked a lady, like, what's it like to run with knockers? Um, I, I, You know, they brought it up, and I think that's the best way. They were like, hey, Shibby, you, you want to know what it's like to run with knockers? No, it was more like, oh, man, I was just running today, and boy, that sports bra was not up to the job. That sort of you, situation. You were like, why is your nose bleeding? And then they told you. Yeah, well. Number eight. Beware the witch's knockers. In mm. witch hunts in England and Scotland, it was thought that a woman could be proved a witch if she had a witch's teat. A mm. witch's teat was any unnatural mark on her body that a familiar used as a way to suck the woman's blood as nourishment. Yeah, that's that's your classic third nipple. Yeah. So God forbid you had a third nipple when they were looking for witches. <laughs> yeah, boy, they would not care for that. That is a very frightening concept. Oh, witch hunts are scary to me because, like, they were just murdering chicks. Yeah, just straight up setting them on fire. Number nine. Here's a knocker feeding fact. In the U.S., the states with the highest percentages of women who breastfeed their babies are Connecticut, Oregon, and California. The states with the lowest percentages of breastfed babies, which is known, of course, to increase IQ and stuff. Would you like to take a shot at the three lowest? Ooh, uh, Florida? I would have guessed Florida, but no. Um, uh, Maine. What? Mississippi? No, Rhode Louisiana, and of course, West Virginia. Oh, classic. It's always West Virginia. Boy, scary stuff. I know. you. I, I, I've been looking at you, and you are dead white. You are like a piece of white paper. Yes, because what if Tommy... I'm in my basement right now. I am underground. Oh. What if Tommy knockers are real, and you gotta tell me, is real? Is real? Check it, Bavakasha. Hey! No clap? <laughs> I had to hit the shofar. I forgot we were doing sounds. I don't know. You don't know if they're real? I don't know. I'm scared of these. Like, I don't like little things no, that can that's kill fair. you. I don't like yeah. bugs, deadly bugs. I don't like deadly snakes. I mean, I like I, my daughter had a snake. Like, I, like I like snakes. They're con they're nice little creatures to have as a pet, a ball python. But a poisonous snake, anything little that's deadly, is really freaky to me. And like, you know what? I, who am I to say they're not real? And by the way. If you say they're not real, they mm -hmm. kill you. That's part yeah. of the lore. I don't want yeah. to say they're not real, so I, I'm going to say they're real. You know what? They're real. They're real. They're real. Yeah, I think we're in agreement. And and also, who are we to contradict the expertise of the miners? Ah. One thing I always say is that miners should be allowed to make their own decisions about what to do with their bodies. <laughs> and that's why I'm running for president on the libertarian ticket. <laughs> it shouldn't be hard to get the nomination 
and it looks like we're getting the red light from Uncle Monster. Oh, Uncle Monster, how are you, brother? Man, I'm doing pretty good. I'm bright. What a day. How are you? How are you? I'm doing great. I've had a great time with Shibble, and now I'm having a great time with you. What are we going to do until the next episode? Do you have any tips? I think maybe you should watch a feature-length film. I love films, but but what film to watch? Uh, have you seen, uh, did you see the, the, the new Fletch? Confessed Fletch? <laughs> you fucking kidding? I, I haven't seen any Fletch. It's Ch- I hate Chevy Chase. This one is John Hamm as Fletch. Oh, and that he, might be better. He's really well cast. He does a great job as Fletch. Are you being serious, Uncle Monster? Yeah! <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> and is that Uncle Monster 2? Hi, Jimmy! The true Uncle Monster coming in hot. I'm shot out of a cannon today. You got? Do you have any movie recommendations for us? Oh, I love to give movie recommendations. Would you like one? Yes! If you're a fan of Night Trap for Sega CD, I suggest checking out Room 1408. Samuel Jackson warns John Cusack about staying there, but he's too hard-headed. It's a Stephen King thingy, just like the Tommyknockers. I would suggest that one, but I haven't seen it. My favorite Met is Keith Hernandez. Thanks so much for tuning in this week, everybody. We hope you had as much fun as we did. I don't know. Listen, uh, and thank you for uh, putting us on blast on your social medias, talking about all the not bad things that we did. Uh, telling your friends that they should listen to the show. And thank you for uh, liking and subscribing. Where and, can they like? And, and wh- wh- where can they see us on social media? Well, you can find us on Instagram at UncleMonster6. You can find us on Twitter at UncleMonsterPod. And you can find us on uh, Patreon at UncleMonster6. We loved having you. We can't wait to have you back next time. We love you. We hope you love us. Just just remember one very important thing, guys. Don't, Don't get, get spooked. spooked.